Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think it's time to proceed with the pimping, man. There's been enough bullshitting about the politics of the United States of America. It's time to get serious and go to work, because we ain't bringing nobody through the trap that's not certified. Come on, man. In every ghetto. Come on, man. <laughs> in America. <laughs> Come on. I told you that we only bringing ghetto legends Come on. to the trap. Come on. Legendary. And we've been sitting here kicking the Willy Bobo back the Bobo and forth. Willy. And this brother that we got on the show with us tonight is most definitely, most definitely a ghetto legend. Ghetto legend. He earned that. Come on. I'm talking about on America's. Come on, man. I be thinking favorite. he really from that time period. TV show. Come on. I'm talking about this shit just had to be. Come on. He right here from Atlanta. Come on. Only right. 
supposed to have been here after episode one. Come on, man. Really supposed to, really to came after you got the audition. Come on, man. <laughs> after you find out you had the part. No, nah, well, he had to run. He had to run. And now it, but it's, yeah, it's definitely full circle. You need to be here. Yeah, man. You, you know it's here. It's just dope when, you know, us as comedians, we get to reach across the entertainment board. Come on. You know, and politic with some of our people and some of our friends on the other side of the game that's still handling business in the same aspect, in the same way of life that we doing it on this side. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, we want to make sure you get all your propers, man, and all your flowers, because what y'all doing over there is beautiful. Thank you. And it's, and it's really like, a classic already. It got America on the edge of their seat, waiting to see that shit. Come on, man. One of the best crime dramas on TV. You up there in that pantheon with all them great shows. And uh, I think this show is even gonna have some legs, man. Like, people steadily getting turned on to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you started Snowfall and it's so, yeah. And, yeah. and the memes is dope, too. memes is crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. And you, you're doing some ghetto legendary shit, so it's only right that you pull it up to the 85 South show. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than Isaiah. John. Yeah. First of all, let's go. Welcome to the trap. Come on. Appreciate Bring yourself it. at home. I'm, I'm already at home. I'm chilling. We got all types of shit going on. How you been? Been good. How's your mental health? We gotta ask that now as black men. They For say sure. we don't ask enough. Mental, my mental health been good, man. Just a lot of a lot of life transitions. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Just taking life day by day. Yeah. As we as that's all we can do. Yeah. So For before sure. we even talk about one of the dopest shows on TV, we're gonna take it back a step further. How did how did all this even start, man? <laughs> how you start acting, my boy? <laughs> yeah, black people don't call it acting. That nigga acting. You nigga run up on your head, boy, you can act. You act in your head. I see you. I see you. This nigga right here can act. This nigga stupid girl. Where the act from? This nigga can act, bro. He's a good actor, man. Boy, you be acting in your head. Boy, you be acting in your head, so, boy, the jail scene? You should have worn something off that alone. <laughs> Nigga, we ain't got shit to get it. We got, we're going to send you something just for that, because you should have worn a goddamn oh, uh, Oscar. <laughs> you find the first nigga in there, you fuck him. That shit yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Appreciate so it. So how did y'all, how you start acting, man? Man, uh, how did I start acting? So apparently I've always wanted to be an actor, which I didn't really understand until, uh, like later in life. I wrote it down when I was in fifth grade that I wanted to be an actor and a veterinarian. Random. You still got time to be a veterinarian, my boy. I mean, I got too yeah. many animals, that it is, so I'm Are cool. You, you're an animal person. Oh, oh yeah, I, love, I got a whole so animal you, sleeve, like my leg sleeve. Damn. African safari Don't tell me you got a tiger stripe and no freaky nah. shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that nigga. He <laughs> <laughs> go all the way up here. <laughs> I got the, <laughs> no, no, he got the little pants. That nigga did not have no The ball. The ball. No That nigga got the E on his legs. They on his chest, too. <laughs> None of that. Nah, but, uh, bro, that's dope that you manifested that shit, yeah. bro. You should have still so When you say animals, like, you stopping at dogs and cats, or you got... Nah, I mean, I got a lot of land, so I'm about to have, like, chickens, goats, like, some Get cattle. some llamas, bro. I don't want the llamas. They be spitting. Yeah, they spit, dog. I don't want that. <laughs> Get you some of them little goats that just pass out. 
I don't want that either. You seen the motherfuckers? They just yeah, faint. they just you scare them. And, oh shit, you scare yeah. them and they they they, they the fall out. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 they go high and shit, fading all the time. <laughs> he get high, he probably don't faint no more. <laughs> he just be stuck. He forget he can do shit. The goat just be in the back, just like that. Yeah, get some exotic shit out there, though. Man, man. fill that uh, motherfucker up. That's gonna be. But yeah, so when I was 13, uh, that was when I, like, I made the conscious decision that I was like, you know, I want to try acting. Um, and I was really shy growing up. So when I told my mom that I wanted to act, she was like, no, you don't. Like, you don't have the personality for it. And I'm like, no, I really want to do it. So it took a year for me to, like, convince her that I was serious. And uh, my dad, he works at the hospital at Piedmont. And his coworker, he uh, was in film school, and he was doing a short film. And he was like, yeah, I, just, I, need, a, I need an actor for my, my short film or whatever. And my dad was like, well, my son want to try acting, so you can use my son. And so that was the first acting gig I had was a short film about domestic violence. And then ever since then, I just I ran with it. I just started yeah. studying. I didn't, I didn't want to audition for nothing. I just wanted to study. Yeah. Like, because to me, I'm big on, like, my pride just won't let me, like, not put my all into it. I didn't want to be viewed as trash. So I just, I'm like, I gotta study this craft yeah. because I wanna be good. So I spent most of my years pursuing acting, just studying with different cultures and figuring out which method worked better for me, attacking different characters. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I did like throughout my teens. When I hit high school, I was uh, at a public school for like my first semester in ninth grade, and I was like, nah, I need to get homeschooled so I can like really dive in some more into my craft. So uh, my parents was cool with it, and so I, I started like traveling to LA. Uh, luckily, this amazing coach that is my favorite coach that I worked with so far, his name is Carl Ford. He came down to Atlanta and did like an intensive. And we started, we'll start at like 7 p.m. and won't stop till 7 a.m. of just straight acting, Damn. like overnight. Cause his whole ideology behind that was like, you need to be ready even when you're tired. Yeah, um, that's a lot of times, you know how them shoots go, facts. they long as hell. Facts, and I, I, I've always been the youngest in my, in my class, like back then, so around that time I was 17 and um, like, he was he was just telling me like how great he thought I was and stuff like that, and so I was a part of this acting group called AOA. And Gail Bean, she was actually a that's part what of I was AOA. going to ask you but about. I, but, I never, but I never met her. I was going I to ask never, you. We never never met. Wow, that's never crazy. Met, which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. So we never met, but I did a um, I did this thing called Monologue Slam where. Any actor in Atlanta could audition, just perform a monologue, and they chose like the top 10 actors. And if you were the top 10, you could perform that monologue in front of John Singleton. So I was like, dope. So I, I, I did it, I was one of the top 10, but when it came down time to perform in front of John Singleton, he never showed up. So I was like, bro, what? Like, never showed up. They said he was stuck on his boat, like around some island. I was yeah. like, y'all cat, y'all lying. So that kind of like crushed my dreams at that point. Um, and then, so I graduated high school in 2014. Uh, after that, my, my dad, he's Caribbean. He's from Trinidad, grew up in Jamaica. And when I told him I didn't want to go to college and I wanted to still pursue acting, that was like a whole conversation. He was he like, no, you, you going to school. Yeah. And I was like, my mom, she 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 really pushed me, you know, in my acting career. She's like, nah, like I really think he could do it. So I didn't go to college, um, and I was still auditioning for different roles. By this point, uh, I still haven't booked anything 
really at all. I'm still just studying the craft. And so um, when I was, uh, how old was I? I don't know, but after that, after high school, I, I, the only job I can get that was flexible with auditions was like a restaurant job. So I had a restaurant no job. <laughs> then, no so I was did. a server. No I, was, I was 18. I was a server, and Were which you was cool. At? It was a, it was, a, it was a, like a little. I knew the owner. It was like a smaller restaurant called uh, Village Cafe. Okay. And um, the manager at the time, <laughs> he probably gonna see this shit too. The manager yeah. at the time, like, I couldn't come into work because I had an audition. I was like, and I told my little girl, like, I got this audition tomorrow. Like, he was like. Well, if you can't find nobody to take over your shift, then you can't go. I'm like, what? Tell me I can't go to audition, so I just ain't go. So he wrote me up. <laughs> he wrote me up and on a write-up. And I wish I, I I intended to keep it because I always knew who I was gonna become. Right. Uh, but and on the write-up he said, You miss work for an audition where you know you're not gonna make it in this industry. Like you're not gonna make it in the industry. And so <laughs> he wrote that on your shit. Oh my he wrote it. He wrote it on my write-up. Mm, I wouldn't have signed that whole ass shit. Yeah, whole ass <laughs> hey, if you get rolled up at work, don't sign that pussy ass shit. You ain't got to sign that shit. You ain't got to sign that yeah. shit. Someone else will hire you too. Yeah, so, uh, that legally, you ain't got to sign that shit. Yeah, so after that, like, I, I quit shortly after that, and then I, I became a janitor at a gym. And I was a janitor for like two years. But honestly, I loved that job. Like, that janitor job was lit. Work. And the reason why I was lit, because I learned a lot about myself. Like, I learned uh, patience. Uh, it really like helped me creatively because I had so much time to myself. Yeah, that's an OG job, janitor. Like, <laughs> you was a young nigga sure. being a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, all now I clean this bitch up and sit there. Fuck you, time at. Like, sit down for seven minutes. That nigga had the keys, everything. What? Red Red car, nigga, OG, OG, you know, right. nah, nah, nigga, I'm all in the drink machine with it. Right. You but the thing is, like, it was a, like, it was like a. I felt like it was like an old people gym. It was just a whole bunch of old white people at this gym. Oh, yeah. So They was leaving phones and money so, and all kinds like, of shit. Literally, in, uh, in 20, 2015, I booked a small role in Barbershop 3. Uh, it was just one, one, one quick scene with Tiger and Michael Rainey. And um, they used that scene in the promo. Oh, that's when Tiger was a gangster? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. I'm like, I fuck with Tiger. I'm like, why they got this nigga being a gangster in Chicago? This how I know I'm high. <laughs> and when you said that shit, the first shit in my mind was like, nigga, Tiger was in Boston. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yep. Oh, the only line I remember from any of the barbershop series is, if you want to get down, you got to vote for Lalo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only line I remember. And I don't remember nothing about the, the barbershop three besides Tiger being a gangster in the movie. He bounced out like, what's up, y'all? And that was, that was the scene I was in. You was one of the gangsters? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell so, the truth, man. Ice Cube too serious to be bro. a barber, nigga. I don't even believe that shit. Bro. Ice Cube way too mean to be a fucking barber, nigga. What you want to get, Jay? What type of cut you want? your line up. It's fucked up. No, it's good. Why you running all in the shop? Wouldn't let me get away with shit, nigga. I don't know no barber that mean, nigga. Ain't nobody coming back to him. Oh, bruh. Oh, Just because you own the shop, Calvin. Calvin, <laughs> you remember his name? Yeah. Calvin. Hey, wait a minute, hold on. So, just a goddamn recap. So, mm -hmm. you goddamn 
was just studying acting. Yeah. On your own, wasn't even auditioning. You was, was just really, getting good. I was trying to get auditions, but I really wasn't getting many auditions. But like, you kept, boy, hey, that's what the fucking people That's the grind, though. That's yeah. Crazy. You put the work in. Yeah. yeah. And then so by the time, so you said, what, 13? Then by high school, you was auditioning for shit, and you hit that John Singleton shit, didn't get that shit. Yeah, well, that, that was, that was, that was really just, like, to, to get in front of him. Okay. Um, but, like... Uh, while I was doing the janitor job, I was doing a lot of auditions, av- even after barbershop. Um, and the weird part about the industry back then for me was it was my look. My look hindered me a lot because I would audition for, obviously for African American roles, and they would tell me that I don't look African black American. Really? What? You look like a nigga to me. <laughs> but see, that's what they don't. But they like. never they tell you what what you look like. Cause tell me what I look like, cause then I go see that what too. I'm saying though. Yeah. That's the same thing we're talking about. Black people come in a thousand different yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. facts. In about five different shades. Oh, exactly. Mamas. Exactly. Now you starting to get this shit. And people love to say, nah, it's nah. But if you really look at just history, it's just like that. But that's the thing about it, bro. Even if you, even if they thought that shit, they still shouldn't tell a black man that he can't audition to be a black man. Yeah. Was he, was the people black that they was telling you wasn't black enough? Yeah. That's that the, was black? Yeah. That was the what type of shit is that? That's fucking crazy. They try to overdo it. It's like yeah. the black police officer. I mean, it, was, it really it. wasn't like, it really wasn't like, <laughs> you ain't black enough. It's like, you don't look like the rest of the family. Like, everybody oh, okay. else look obviously black. But they, me, they like, you make sure you how much shit they don't know about black people. Facts. Every you family yeah. that in the house got one motherfucker don't look like nobody. Facts. <laughs> On my mama. It's just a random ass baby. Like your mama don't really talk about that shit. <laughs> like everybody in the family know, you know, you know she don't look like nobody. Everybody ain't got the same last now name Lewis in this house. Look like my brother. Now Louis look just like my brother. You got an uncle named Pee-wee living in Detroit that you look just like. You know how that's how black families yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. I need to go on here and get in position, man, cause. They don't even know, bro. Sometimes black families will just have a random ass white person in that motherfucker. Oh, mamas. Exactly. Yeah. He used to fuck with your auntie that died, your grandma's sister. Exactly. He just never left. Just a random ass white yeah. side of the family. Yeah. Oh. I'll write some shit. Yeah. Keep going, bro. But nah, so after that, like, it just. That's that, fucked up, though. That discouraged me because to me, it's like, if you tell me I'm bad, that's cool. I can get better. Yeah. If you tell me I ain't booking because my look, I'm like, what am I going to do? So. You're blacker. No. And they got outside in the club. They got outside like, bro. Right. I'm going to get this roll. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
But like I, I, at, at that point, I was just like, you know what? I, I just want to take a break from even pursuing acting. Um, so in 2015, Snowfall did their original pilot. John Singleton, you know, he wrote it, he casted everybody. Hold on, you got to tell us how you reconnected with him. I, I, I ain't reconnected with him yet. Oh, I'm, right. I'm telling you about how Snowfall started so it can connect the dots. Oh, okay. So John, he did an original pilot in 2015 uh, with a ho- Jill Scott was the auntie, D-Ray was the uncle. Like, it was a completely different cast. Uh, I mean, Damson was still Franklin back then. Um, but they had a different Leon, everybody. Um, so my mom, she found uh, she found a project, but it was already casted. She's like, dang, I say it would've been perfect for Leon. And so what she did was she has a background in law for 28 years, so she just, she just do her research. And so a year later, she found out in 2016 that they were recasting because FX finally picked it up and they, they wanted to do a series with it. Um, so at this point, my agent at the time here in Atlanta, she told him like, y'all should, pitch Isaiah for Snowfall. And they was like, we're not gonna pitch him for Snowfall. Like, that's an LA show and we don't do that. And so she took it upon herself. She found out who was casting. And so she sent the pitch in herself. I didn't know, all this time yeah. I didn't know. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at work mopping floors. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't know all this. You was an OG. What you used to listen to while you was mopping floors and shit? Man, honestly, I ain't even gonna lie. And I don't even, I, this first time saying this on record, I used to like, write my own songs, like, well, cause, you know oh, yeah, what I'm saying? that's what like, a nigga gonna do. You know nigga be rapping. Yeah, I just listen to the whole album. Yeah, the whole album. Mini album. You clapping right now. Your own shit. <laughs> my own shit. I'm listening to the back. Like, man, I don't listen to All I listen to is me, my nigga. What about your song? All I listen to is me, my nigga. All I listen to is me, my nigga. Hey, all I listen to is me, my nigga. All I listen to is me, my nigga. Hey, hey, go self, self, self. Go self, self, self. By my damn self. Now, ma. Now, ma. No, that's crazy. But yeah, so I Drop that shit now, though. Never. Gotta go up. <laughs> Never. Oh, Never. Man. But uh, but yeah, so this whole time I'm not really knowing what's going on. And so she texts me, she's like, oh, you got an audition for Snowfall. It's a John Singleton show. Because uh, the, the casting director, she responded. She said, I'm not casting for the role Leon yet. We'll follow back up in two weeks. She followed back up in two weeks and she's like, okay, cool. Here's his audition size. Like, have him audition, put him on tape. So she texts me, oh, you got to audition for Snowfall. It's a John Singleton show based uh, about the crack epidemic in the 80s. And at this point, I was so discouraged about not being black enough. I was like, I'm not auditioning for this. Damn. I was like, they're going to tell me I'm not black enough. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting my time. And so we argued about it, like, you're going to audition. I was like, mm, I'm not. I'm not doing it. So I finally did it. <clears throat> my first take, I just did it just to do it. She knew it was trash. She's like, it's trash, redo it. She coached me on what she wanted to see. And then, so I did what she wanted me to do and left it alone, was just going to work. And then a few days later, or probably a week later, they said that they wanted to fly me out for a chemistry with Damson. And so at this point, I'm like, and then they sent me a, like a, a pre-contract, told me how much I was making and all that stuff like that. And I'm like, shit, I'm like, damn, this is getting real. And so, um, but at this point, I still wasn't necessarily sold because in my head, I'm like, if I go and I don't get the road, then I just gotta come back to my normal. It was just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just like, it's cool, but it's not concrete. So <clears throat> basically they, they flew me out on a Tuesday and they had, had a return flight on a Thursday. Um, so it was like, it was supposed to be like a three day trip if I didn't book. 
So she bought herself a one-way ticket because she was like, you going to book. I was like, I don't know. We don't know. So we get to L.A. They send me the audition size. I'm studying the script, whatever. Uh, Wednesday is the actual in-person audition. So I get there. There's like two, two or three other dudes auditioning for Leon. They dressed in L.A. attire. They, they doing everything L.A. I'm like, I'm in regular street Atlanta clothes. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying, my regular stuff. I'm just like, damn, they, somebody going to book because they really in character. And so... Um, <clears throat> I think I was the last one that, uh, that auditioned for it, too. But what I noticed is that Damson, before each one would go in the room, he would come out in the hallway, talk to them, build some kind of quick rapport, because they got to play best friends like Leon and Franklin. So he talking to them in the hallway, you know what I'm saying, building a quick rapport. I'm like, cool, so when it's my turn, he going to talk to me, too. Yeah. Nope. When they called me to do the audition, they called me in the room. I'm like, the nigga ain't going to talk to me. Like, so we, we in the room, I see him, and it's like 15 Fox executives. So I'm like, bro, I ain't never been in an audition with 15 executives, like, ever in my life. But in my head, I'm like, bro, you got, like, a dollar in your account, bro. You better not be scared. You too broke yeah, to be scared. Yeah, yeah, mama. <laughs> so, yeah. So too I, broke I, to be scared. Man, That's what? Real shit, bro. That's real. So I, I, I got in the room. And Damson was like, he's like, hey, what's your name? I said, Isaiah. He said, oh, that's my nephew's name. Okay, dope. So that was the only thing we connected in that mm -hmm. moment was the fact that his nephew had the same name as me. And so I'm standing there. I'm just looking at him. And they say, yeah, we, we know we gave you this, this script to, to, to perform, but we don't want you to do that. We want you to improv with Damson. So they just gave me a scenario to, to just improv with him. And the scenario was... Um, in season one, where I was on a bus with the with the boombox, and the white man told me to turn it down, and I go off on the white man, like that was a scenario. But who they had me, um, <clears throat> who they had me cuss out was Tommy Schlamy. Tommy Schlamy, he's like a very powerful, important person in Hollywood, and so he was in the audition room and stuff like that. And so he said, "Yeah, so I just want here's a scenario. I just want you to." You know, act like you're listening to your music, and I'm an old white man. I'm just gonna tell you to turn it down. He just cussed me out. I said, "That's it." Yeah, he just cussed me out. I'm like, uh, "Can we get the camera up?" We cuss out So he said hey, that. Can I'm we like, get tight before he does this thing. That's when I would have started getting confident. I'm finna get this motherfucker now. I'm finna I, bro, I was so confused. I was like, "What? Cuss you out for audition for a, a TV show? Run it." So me and Damson, we just fall into the scene, like we we kicking it, we talking, talking shit to each other, whatever. And then he randomly interrupted us, like, hey, can you turn it down? I look at him, and I just go, God, cuss him out. And so after that, after the scene was over, I was like, so confused. I'm like, so what happens next? You know what I'm saying? But after that, I just left. I just left. I was like, right. mad when you I was like, appreciate it. He appreciate for opportunity. Get mad for real. Huh? Did he get mad for real? Nah, oh, he was, shit. nah, he, Man, nah, he was probably when you left, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a good hairpiece. <laughs> <laughs> when? Have you talked to Tommy? <laughs> still not answering? <laughs> you still, Am I getting chubby? <laughs> What's going on? You said a lot of new things. <laughs> I'm just, so I, I left. So in your mind, were you thinking, they said I wasn't black enough. Watch yeah. this shit. Honestly, I, I, I was so in the moment, I didn't even think about nothing else. Like, and that's, that's kind of how I am. I just try to be in a moment with life in general. To yeah. where even right now, honestly, like, me being on Snowfall still hasn't hit me. Like, watch it, that shit. It ha it, I, even when I, I watch it, <laughs> it still hasn't hit me. Like, that, oh, Snowfall is this. Like, it, it don't hit me. I'm just Damn. like, it's just, like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. cool. You know, that's just how I've been my whole life. Yeah. With anything that I've experienced in life, I'm just like, it's cool. Like, 
I don't know. Even when my son was born, I'm like, this is dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, nigga, yeah. here. It's cool. Nah, it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's cool. Yeah. You, you don't know what the fuck gonna impress you, though. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. Baby. But it is gonna walk in the wall. Yeah, nigga things. gonna flip the ball and it's gonna lay. Like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Be impressed by the smallest shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um. Keep it so, that's no, hold up, man. You deserve. You deserve. <laughs> Be telling people to stay humble all the time. Yeah. Nigga, you're the definition of that shit. You yeah. so humble, you don't even know you're on the dopest shit on TV. Yeah. I tell you how you can appreciate it. Buy cable, pay the bill, and then look at all the other shit that you got to choose from. Mm. Or <laughs> pay a bunch of people cable bill in Ghana and let them watch it. See the seed you What's planted? crazy is when I went, when I went before, I when I was it. on the the, uh, the jetway, before I even got in the airport, yeah, they, they was you. like, Snowfall, yeah. Snowfall. I'm like, y'all watch Snowfall in Ghana? Yeah. That's raw. That's, That's hard. hard. They, 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 they up to date, too. Yeah. They don't see the five. Yeah. They, on, they yeah. up to date. So it was dope. Like, we, we got, we got a, a fan base, like, from all over the world, so that's 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 the dope thing about the show. Like it, it's impacted a lot of people from a lot of walks of life. Let me um, ask you this: Are you a young dude? Who did you study from that era? From the eighties? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so when I booked, when I actually booked the role, I had like a few days to prepare until the first day of filming. So um, Dub C, like he was a huge, huge part in how <clears throat> I was able to understand West Coast culture, and especially from that era, and talking to John Singleton. Right. Like, had both of them on speed dial, mm-hmm. talked to him about the script, yeah. like, just understanding, like, everything, trying to get the accent, the walk, just the, the aura, the feel of, of, of West Coast in the 80s. So, really, John and Dub was the two, two most important people in my character development, 100%. That's great. Man, you um, got to work with the you- great yeah, yeah. What's some of them things you picked up, like from him, or that you know is unique to the West Coast, or something like this? Man, the top really, of your head? really, like especially in that in that time was just uh the walk, like they they bail like when they walk, and you know yeah. what I'm saying they walk with a certain confidence, like they head up, they chest up, yeah. everything, um, and just how they talk, like just they swag, you know right. what I'm saying? They they the accent is kind of it's kind of country, like a lot of people from. The West Coast back then was from the South. Mm, they just right. moved to the West Coast, right. so it has a lot of Southern twang to it. But um, but yeah, it, it, it didn't take long. Like Dub, really, really, he was on set every day, you know. Um, and then learning because Damson was a part of the first pilot, so he's been he's been with Snowfall since the very beginning right. of Snowfall. Yeah. So even talking to him and what he's learned, you know, from talking to everybody and being around everybody. So I, luckily, I had a. I got to talk to everybody, and because I'm into dogs, like my dog trainer, he's based in LA and Compton, so I was in Compton a lot, talking to a lot of OGs in Compton. So I got to talk to so many people who are from that time to where I didn't have to guess or you know just try to do, go off instinct. I'm like, no, nah, I can talk to so many people and just hit them up and ask them certain questions. So that <laughs> helped me a lot in my character development. Yeah, you do. You did a good job. You yeah, doing a good job because I thought you was from LA the whole time. I'm like, boy. What's yeah. some game that uh, John Singleton put you up on? Like the, you know, he wanted the, the the giants of the industry. Yeah, he he was really big on um, never forgetting your people, and like he said, if you if you if you oh if you never forget your people, you always have 
uh, a fan base to fall on. Like our people will always support you. So never never feel like you're too big for your own people. Um, and that, and that's that's a huge thing. And just man, he he gave me a lot of game. He he even though my dad has been doing photography for years, but John really helped me and made me pick the camera up and get into photography because he saw I had an eye. And he was like, you're going to direct one day. Just just start with the camera. Just start with the camera. So we would be on set showing each other pictures. I'm taking pictures of John. He's taking pictures of me. Uh, so it's a lot of different things that I was able to just connect with John on. Um, so, yeah. That's dope. He a legend for sure. And that's a big full circle thing too, man. It is. You oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. So when I met him at the first table read, he said... Um, Cause I thought that whole boat story was like cap. So when I met him, the first thing he walked, he said Isaiah. I was like, shit, he John know my name. And so he was like, he said, I, I, he said I was supposed to meet you a few years ago, but I was stuck on my boat and da da. I was like, oh, so you really was stuck on your yeah. boat? I thought that was that was a lie. And he was like, he said, but I did see your uh, your tape back then. He said, you are an amazing actor. That was the first things he said to me. And that shit. Uh, that's, like, that's a hell of a compliment. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, a boy. Yeah. That's Don. That's Don Singletary. And I, I, I booked the show when I was 20, and I'm 27 now. So I spent like most, of my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, me becoming a man, like on the show and, and and around John and around some great people. So man, it's a man. hell of a breakout role, bro. Yeah, it's some dope shit to be a part of, and and. I think I just like your story even more knowing that you worked on that shit, bro. Like made a decided effort at a young age, man, yeah. to dedicate yourself to something. Cause that's what this comedy thing is, but it's mm. a little bit easier. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause it's really just getting out late at night and hanging out and talking shit. But mm. to, you know, like- <laughs> But that's no, the like, studying of it though. It is, yeah. it is, it is. Yeah. And you know, you gotta dive into acting a different way. So man, that's awesome. Yeah, I always Proud tell you, people like it's, um, like I didn't, wish to be who, like, in this position. I didn't believe. It's like, you gotta even take belief a step further. You gotta know. Like, yeah. I knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like even with belief, there's there's room for 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 doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew. Mm. So I was just waiting for the opportunity. And you that's had a good-ass you know support system, too. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's so valuable. 100%. That's a whole asset when you're trying to do anything like outside the box, mm-hmm. outside of, you know what I'm saying, like chasing a career or something like that. Shout out mom. You gotta yeah. have that support system, Facts. bro. Facts. That's, that's real. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, this journey, it's, 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 been, uh, it's been real interesting, but it's dope. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. How did you get on the barbershop again with Tiger? Man, here you go. <laughs> So bro, John Singleton put you in box shop, right? So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Tiger hired John Singleton. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You got to work with one of the greatest, the late girl with the, I mean, I'm saying you got to work with Tiger, man. What Tiger say? What Tiger say, bro? The highlight of that set was back then he was dating Kylie Jenner, so when he came to set, Kylie Jenner was on set, and everybody, was like, oh, Kylie's on set, Kylie's yeah. on set. But that's nah, crazy. that was it. That was he my... brought Kylie was on the barbershop set. That's <laughs> what's crazy, man. You would never know. You would have never known. She probably don't want it. No, she probably didn't know what barbershop <laughs> was. She <laughs> thought she, she thought she was going with that nigga to go get a haircut. 
We didn't go to the barbershop. Ice Cube shooting a fucking movie? Ice Cube shoots a movie when you get your hair cut? That's so fucking cool. So every time you get a haircut, they make a movie? Who is this tiger cow? <laughs> they, they shot it on a red cam. <laughs> Everybody was there. D-Ray, fucking Ice Cube. Evil's there drinking apple juice. Said the entertainer so was dressed like Einstein. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you know like Cedric the entertainer is like 70 years old in real life? Tyler Jenner thought all this. Tyler, hey, that ain't come. Tyler come home and like, baby, they making movies, but they making big shit happen. Oh. Believe in me. Wait till you turn 18. You a surprise? You That's still hell what? funny. All right, fuck it. Whatever. Blame me. Welcome back to the 85 South Show. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but right now we currently filming Summer Seasons, goddamn eight of Snowfall right here Come on, on This in the, on, this in the show. This in the, no, I'm just bullshitting, but that's a hell of a plug. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Man, so you you know, our homegirl, uh, Gail, she came through the trap. Yeah, Gail Bean, that's my girl. We gotta get everybody, all y'all. We need to hold Like cash. on a reunion show when y'all, like. Yeah. I don't know when, how we gonna work that. But. Do you be tired of that? People be asking you like where your castmates at? Right, I'll be at public sometime. Where, where Dempson at? Where Franklin at? Yeah. Right. Niggas call that nigga Franklin on the street. Where Franklin at? What? In London? <laughs> He's having a squad team in Queens. I called him Franklin the first time I met him. Where I met, I met all y'all at the same time. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, nigga Franklin? I saw all y'all niggas. Leon, what's up? They at the show. I'm like, what's up? But see, that's how you know the shit good to great yeah, people. Yeah. When they call you the character, nigga, yeah. that's when you acting, nigga. Yeah. Everybody yeah. call me Leon. Yeah. And they, they be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, that's cool. I don't be tripping. I, don't, I know some actors don't like being called their character name, but to me, you can't fault how somebody know you. Yeah. They know you as Leon. Yeah. They, they know me. Yeah. I, I'll be Leon all day. And, and I'm telling y'all, y'all, the show immersive, man. Anybody that's not on Snowfall, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you feel like you know these motherfuckers. You be like... Yeah. The tense situation, I told you, I be sweating with the shit. I be yeah. like, how the fuck they gonna get out there? Oh, no, what Where they gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> just wait till this Why last season. Why with that man? Money like that. <laughs> this last season, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It dropped, like, yeah. Oh my God, I can't wait. They it's... named everybody right, too. Like, you look like a Leon on the under. Like, <laughs> I look like a Leon. Yeah, Frank, you look yeah. like Frank. You know what I'm saying? Believe more than a motherfucker. Niggas be stressed after that shit. Like, damn, bro, I gotta win another week. A lot of shit, dope. Yeah. That tiger that was in the hood in the backyard. I didn't get. Got a real LA nigga, so he mad. Nah, ain't gonna no tiger on the set, nigga. Can you? Can you? Don't know nobody moving this much weight throughout LA. You don't know what the fuck going on. First of all, I'm gonna say this. They not that expensive. A tiger? They not. Yeah, if you bad, I'm young. I saw, I saw the, what you call it, the, uh, what's, what's the, the white man? Uh, Joey Zotti. Yeah. Oh. 2,500. What? For a baby tiger. Yeah. Uh, I can get a tiger. It's illegal, bro. <laughs> you go to bed. <laughs> oh, you can't buy a tiger? It's illegal. All right. Unless you get a permit. I'm glad y'all told me, because yeah, y'all see me with a tiger. You want to be a baby hey, man. Hold up. I just thought of the most ugly <laughs> shit. You cannot give a nigga a tiger. Can you imagine then you go over nigga house, he got a tiger, he say some nigga shit. Hey man, my tiger don't bite. That <laughs> <laughs> nigga would say that. Food. <laughs> that's what I be wanting. Only, I don't know, that shit. Boy, that's too much. That's you too heard much. about the dude in Harlem had one? 
Yeah. In his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So you still don't buy it? Why you can't have a tiger, though? You got Because it's a fucking apex predator, Louis. That's why. Because <laughs> it's not going to stay little. Yeah. It's an apex You're right. It literally is, nigga. Wait, so could you have a monkey? No, motherfucker. If you have a permit. Because people got yeah, monkeys. You, you got to have a permit. You got to be in the right place. Yeah. It depends on what kind it's of animals. It's a list of animals. Uh-huh. Then it's a list of animals not to fuck with. Yeah. He love animals and he don't even fuck with the shit that's on Remember the Remember the crazy shit. dude let all his animals go? Yes. In the middle of the night? In, in Ohio, he had wolves, some goddamn lions, well. tigers, bears. He let them all go. He let them go in the middle of the night. Ooh. They had to put them all down. They ain't find all that shit no. I know they didn't. That cheetah got up out of there. <laughs> that cheetah was. <laughs> that cheetah is <laughs> scooping up dogs left and right, but. Yeah, that's crucial. I think that's everybody's biggest fear, though, is to go outside one day, you just chilling on your porch, hitting a little piece of blunt, and you see some shit that you know ain't supposed to be out yeah, there. Yeah, that's trash. I'm talking about a nigga, a fucking silverback gorilla just in the bushes and walk out there and, you, and look up and see yeah, you. Yeah, you, you look like hell What scared. the fuck? How did this get here? Now, that would is. you rather see that as some UFO alien type I'd shit? rather see the fucking aliens. I feel like I, you might see them at the same time. <laughs> no. I'm like, hey, oh. hey, gorilla. <laughs> I need you to help me work that alien. An alien or a gorilla? I'd rather Man. see the aliens, bro. The aliens, it depends. I, I mean, don't know, bro. That's hella scary. We got, one, we got one thing on our set. We black. They probably gonna get scared than a motherfucker. Who knows? They, they ain't never the aliens, seen black folks. Oh, they coming to get. They 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 are black. But they ain't never seen black folks. No, the aliens black. I'm telling you, they coming they, to is, get us. Yeah, I feel you about the aliens. We gonna get up and the shit gonna look like our living room. We gonna be like, what the fuck? They gonna be like. We've been waiting on What about that? <laughs> what about it's like a female alien? That motherfucker kind of cute. Go, what if, he goes, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen when they come. It's gonna the be one nigga. The is kinda cute. No, I'm telling you, the motherfucking aliens all, might be cute too. First of all, you gotta stop doing this. You gotta stop thinking that. <laughs> An alien bitch is gonna have the same shit that we fuck with. You think this bitch from four? A hundred trillion light years away is gonna have a regular vagina where <laughs> this shit gonna be in the middle of her chest. It's gonna be somewhere. Like it's not gonna be. It's not like, like. I like how you took that somewhere. I thought it wasn't going. I thought you said a pussy was gonna literally be a black hole. <laughs> it's gonna suck you in. She's from another galaxy. What makes you think you got the right kind of dick to even fuck? <laughs> Your dick might have to go like. You don't this. even know these motherfuckers from another galaxy. The motherfucker you yeah. like them the boys. <laughs> 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 Your bitches is unappealing to the motherfucker. You have no skills. All the look like you. <laughs> it look like you. You got the whole species confused. Bro, that's hell of funny. <laughs> Oh, that's You don't know who the fuck you talking to. I thought it was a bitch. There is no such thing as bitch. You don't have no bitches. Are you pregnant? We are from a bitchless galaxy. Oh, man. There are no women. Why you think we flying around this motherfucker? They looking for some hoes. We ain't from Earth. There ain't no bitches. We come to Earth once a year. still us exactly 23,000. 2,276 <laughs> <laughs> They are not missing. They are not missing. <laughs> 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 you talking? If you, hey, if you, if you wouldn't treat them right, no way.
shit. Nobody go bro. That's bro. hella funny. That Alien is hilarious. what y'all looking for. I like a long hair, thick <laughs> red ball. Don't you in there? That's the crazy part about it, though. The fucking aliens probably ain't nothing but niggas just riding through galaxies, fucking with time and space and energy. Just fucking, these niggas is in the process of reversing the civil rights movement and everything. We just can't gather up enough speed to go stop the bullet. You think they got police? Can you think, so if you got time travel, you wouldn't go back to certain shit? In history, like think about aliens, they know if they from the future, let's mm-hmm. say they from the future. Mm-hmm. So they know the shit they're supposed to have, let's go back and watch it. No, they don't have police, bro. They have intelligence. They, that means they're smart enough to not do shit that need to aliens. be police. Like imagine you see other aliens run from the police aliens. No, 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 no. I think it's from, it's from. That'd be crazy, so right? You got the aliens. Little aliens with uniforms and shit. <laughs> You worry about the space police, nigga. That's the last thing you gotta worry about. Nah, them niggas gonna blow I'll be, you up. I'll be more scared of the alien police. Nah, them niggas don't use guns. They blow you up with their mind. They shrink your goddamn brain in your head. And you just die. Man. See? Keep playing with them They be screaming at you and they ain't got no mouth. <laughs> just do that to... Next thing you know, your head hurt. Motherfucker looking at you by the <laughs> They smarter than us, bro. That's why they don't fuck with us. <sighs> they know we don't bullshit. That's hella funny. Right. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women. And this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. 
that personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I heard? I heard that they built the pyramids uh, from the top down. And not from the ground up. They better from the Who the top fuck told you that? I, I just heard that. He was on TikTok. Nah. Oh. So hold on. Nah, because them niggas on, on TikTok on. said you could walk to Africa. And I'm yeah, like, nigga. They said to do the Grand Canyon. They no, said you go out there. It take what? all day to fly to Africa. How the fuck you going to walk? Do the Grand Canyon? That's what they said. It's a portal? It nah, must be a gateway. Really, really, really. What, what state they, you leave from? Really what they said was... There's been multiple Egypts around the world because there's pyramids in the. Uh, they said there's pyramids in the Grand Canyon, so they just oh, said yeah, that, that was one. Hell, just because you got a rope don't make you a cowboy. This nigga rope, want to be a cowboy, man. <laughs> <laughs> said, Walk to Africa, huh? That's what mm-hmm. they said. When the Earth was all together, when it was Pangea. <laughs> I want some Pangea. Unless them, unless them African. Sandals float. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You can walk, but you can't stop. <laughs> you know what, bro? Some of this shit too good not to believe. We've been believing what we believe for so long. I'm looking for some new shit to believe. I mean, my whole, my question is, is how in the last hundred years we advanced so much technology, but we supposedly been here for hundreds of thousands of years. 
how we didn't have cars 50,000 years ago. I think yeah. we had, what'd you call it? I think I think it's been moments of advance and, and then, then a reset. back to stone age. Reset, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, to, yeah. back to square one. God and keep then, like, annihilating the earth because the motherfuckers just can't get it right. He'll just blow this bitch up every so often and be like, we'll try it again when y'all get y'all shit together. I don't even think he's blowing up. I think he let us blow it up. Oh, let me sprinkle this shit on these germs and give me another race of people. Right. Sorry. I told y'all about them warheads. Motherfuckers did eight things up that they have Coca-Cola themselves to be in They so fat and immobile. <laughs> the only people that I can truly rely on are those good old Chinese. Oh, man. You stupid. <laughs> See the type of shit we get to talking about once the weed really settles in? <laughs> I feel that. Man. So. So, bro, when you sit back and watch the show, bro, you just be chilling and just like, that shit don't never just hit you when you had those moments. Mm. Or you just really just be on some artist shit, just criticizing. I be criticizing. I'm like, mm. I don't even believe myself right there. But no, I, 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 it's, it's hard for me to like watch anything for real. Yeah. Cause I be like, oh, that's cool, that's cool, this is not cool, whatever. Um, I'm always looking at the acting, looking at the shot, looking at the lighting, yeah. the yeah. continuity. Yeah. Oh, they didn't have that pin like that in that last <laughs> right. shot. It's, it's, it's all. Yeah, it's yeah. different. That's why you're going to be directed. It's different. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, looking at stuff the same way. Eventually. Sometimes yeah. you, but you know, I smoke a lot of weed, so sometimes I can just turn my brain off and uh, watch some bullshit. Eamon, who plays Uncle Jerome, he directed the episode this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's Shout up. out to Uncle Jerome. Yeah. That clean head cut. Yeah. I got one of them. <laughs> Had to get one. That's what it's called, too, Jerome. Yeah, he, and, that, and it was fire. He's the reason why I performed that jail scene the way that I did. Man, that shit's so far. Please tell me. That's my one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Man, let's talk it. about it. So we um, Break it down for me. John Inside Singleton. the Black Actor Studio today with Isaiah. <laughs> Ooh. With Isaiah Jones. <laughs> Isaiah, you had a very powerful riveting performance. <laughs> a riveting performance. A moving, shocking, thrilling. Exhilarating. <laughs> it was such a it was genuine portrayal. What we call in the Black Actors Guild. Haven't got <laughs> the Adanic lover. <laughs> and from the Denzel Washington School of Acting on the mm. west side of Harlem. Yes. One of the most accomplished young actors we've ever had inside the Black Actors Studio. <laughs> there was a chill scene where you were visiting a friend of yours. Mm -hmm. Take us through that scene where you really showed your depth. As an actor, quite impressed. Over here on the 85 South Show, we'd give it six black thumbs up. <laughs> seven if we had, seven oh, if we had bro. one more. <laughs> but on a scale of one to six, you got a six. No, for real, tell us about that shit. Though, that was in the law. So John Singleton, he, uh, he typically uh, directed our season finales. So this was season two. Um, so it was his episode. And <clears throat> the scene was obviously, it was a strong scene, it was cool. And I was performing the scene, and I was, it, was, it was good, it was good. Well, we wanted to make it great. And Eamon pulled me to a side and he was just like, look. He said, fuck everything. 
He said, fuck the words, fuck, fuck the script, fuck everything. He said, just go off how you feel. He said, you seeing your mans right now, fucked up in the face. He said, just let however you feel go. He said, just do whatever you want to do in that moment. I was like, cool. And that really, in that moment, it just turned me up. Like, I was like, I was like, watch, this is going to be the last take. So I, we, John's like, are you ready? I'm like, yeah, ready. So we start performing. We, I do my, my coverage. <clears throat> so we're doing a scene. I break the phone, da-da-da. Everybody clapping. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we really ain't doing this again. I broke the phone, so that's got to be it. And so yeah. John was like, we got it. And then I, I didn't really understand how it was going to be pieced together. I was just in the moment. I just was like, all right, that's, that was, you know, I, feel, I felt good about that one. But when I saw it, I was like, man, like, that, that made me feel a certain kind of way. And I was like, that's dope. When I can make myself uh, feel my own performance, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how I feel about this last season. I got a lot of those moments that I cannot wait. But everybody got these moments, man. Like, everyone really went crazy this season with their performances. So it's going to be dope to see everybody, uh, see everybody's reaction to this season. You can't wait. Um, you do your thing when you get pissed right. off. <laughs> for sure. Well, mama, yeah. yeah. Just go crazy, then. That's when you do crazy. your shit. Just go crazy. Because even, uh, I think, uh, season four, it's like every time they give me, like, a race, and you know, I got to race them, I broke a table. I threw a chair in the wall and it stuck in the wall one take. Yeah. I was like, they know. Yeah. They right. I'm going to be angry. I'm going yeah. to break something. You nigga, right. nigga. I always I wonder how you been in love with the, with the crackhead, though. That is yeah. first of all, first of all. Well, she wasn't a crackhead at first. That first was your girl. But she wasn't a crackhead at first. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. A, a, she a, wasn't. A ghetto love story of Romeo and Juliet proportions. <laughs> because everybody in the from, from her from her getting you out the way of the book from Oh yeah. Running yeah. off with yeah. the dope and the, like yeah. that, what hey man. She a ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> she was smoking rock. She was smoking smoking ride. Ride and smoke till she died. I think I think with that with that specific love story, I think Leon just felt um obligated to st- not stick by her side, but cause he ended up getting a new girl eventually, and then he just doubled back. But he felt kinda at fault. You know, yeah. he introduced her to, to crack, mm-hmm. to right. be around right. crack. Right, Heather, yeah. So he felt responsible, you know? Right. So I think that's that's where the core of their love story is, is the fact that he felt like if it wasn't for him, she would have never went down that road. Mm-hmm. Man, I like the <clears> dynamic <throat> of that shit, though. Yeah. yeah. It, it just, it, I don't know, it just hit different. Yeah, really, really when me and Gail did our, our, um, our chemistry, that's when, like, it was her and, like, I think three or four of the girls who auditioned for Wanda, and I treated that audition like it was mine. I was I, I was off off book. I knew the lines, so when I was performing with each girl, like I was I was in it with them. I'm like I'm not gonna be reading and yeah. make you have to try to pull something out. No, like we we in the scene for real because we gonna be love interest, you know, for for a long period of time. I gotta make sure like we can go toe to toe. So. She was probably like the second to last uh, girl auditioning, but when we talking, she's like, "Yeah, I went to AOA," and then I'm like, "Really?" Like, so we, I'm like, "Oh, we know the same people." So when we get in the room, like, she was like the only one who I, I went, we went at it, like we went at it. So I was like, she wanted. So when she got out the room, I told all the producers, I said, 
that's Wanda. Yeah. For sure. Because <clears throat> she was the only one who really went, like, she would not back. Now, there was no sense of, I'm backing down because right, right, you right. Leon. Like, no, nah, like, right. I'm Wanda. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was dope. Like, it, it was dope. Like, what y'all see today is what she brought in the room that day. So that's why we everybody was like, she was perfect for this character. Um, and the fact that what really, you know, to me, isn't a test to her her talent is because when she booked the show, I don't think she knew that her character was gonna be on crack. Right. So mm. she just imagined if she <clears throat> was trash. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that wouldn't that story wouldn't have sold the way that it did. But because she's a great actress, like when they told her that she was gonna be on crack, she just did her research. She really, she really did her research. Talked to a lot of people. Don't say it like that. Damn, did not. <laughs> she ain't do crack. Her research, now. hey, <laughs> don't you fucking do it. <laughs> we we <laughs> love you, <laughs> damn no. Hey, hey, she really got into crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't say she was method. <laughs> I said she did her research. <laughs> yeah, well, she she went back to the neighborhood. She talked so to auntie, a lot of people. So auntie, how did this start? She did her thing. So well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Nobody ever asked me about my stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you came to visit me. Right. <laughs> you want to hear my side? Look, I'll tell you exactly what I'll tell you. I'm going to Zach Weekend. I'm going to Zach Weekend after me. And look. My boy James came on here, right? People are just gonna get some liquor. <laughs> Man, next thing you know, I was higher than a gallon of gas. You hear me? And that's when I. Y'all fucked up, man. <laughs> Shit. Hey, baby, oh. I watched the box, man. Watch the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That shit had me fucked uh, up, man. Mm-hmm. I was watching TV, then the TV jumped on top of the <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker next door had a tiger in the back of the TV took a picture of me. <laughs> 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 I threw my goddamn keys down the hallway. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start sweating. <laughs> then the bitch jumped on me. <laughs> Light another one of the motherfuckers. That when the devil came up out the floor. Bullshit, you're not. He just pulled the floor back and said, yeah, you'll be there in your soul. <laughs> then he zipped the motherfucker up. <laughs> When the fuck he put a zip on my float? So I won't go in the kitchen no more. Oh shit, man! Yeah, man. Man, yeah, um, dope. D Ray on the show too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. my guy. Peaches. Peaches. <laughs> peaches. Fuck you laughing at the nigga name? God, Peaches hella funny. You know that People like, be calling him Peaches sometimes too. You know why his name is Peaches? <laughs> like Peaches. That nigga be like, bro, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it be cool. It seems like y'all be y'all got a good relationship that cast, huh? Man, I tell everybody we like a family outside of Snowfall. Like we all kick it. We got a group chat. Yeah. Uh, that Even we, the old white dudes and shit be on there. What the group chat? Yeah. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant everybody be on there. The black side. The cast. Uh, yeah. There ain't a lot of old white dudes on. No, no, no. Like regularly. What about the white dude that uh, put the crack in the neighborhood? That's what I'm saying, the plug. You remember yeah, the motherfucker yeah, with the robe on and shit? Carter, that's my guy. He's dope. He looks like a dope. Carter. Carter, yeah. Yeah. He look cool. <laughs> he got, he got, he did some good, great work this season too. Everybody did. Yeah, I like his character. Everybody he go crazy. Did. A lot of people. It, it took, I think, it took him a while to like really 
like the the Snowfall fans because he said like obviously he ain't saying like this. Yeah, but niggas know who niggas he is. Niggas come up to him and say, oh, "I hate you." Like <laughs> how we get love? People walk up to him saying, "I can't stand you." He got hate. Oh, <laughs> he got all the hate. That's crazy. Yeah, he he playing the hate. villain in yeah, the black yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Popeyes <clears throat> in the airport. Motherfucker slapped my foot up. <laughs> <laughs> You the boy on Snowfall, huh? Yeah, I, I, I play a character. Oh, <laughs> you try to trip. Hey, hey, I'm nigga, with my grandson, though. <laughs> with my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> it's his birthday. <laughs> yeah, because we, we all, we like, well, we get number love. He's like, yeah. man, I just, people hate me. Yeah. But ain't it crazy like, how they told you you wasn't black enough, now you on TV doing the blackest shit you could mm-hmm. possibly be doing. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Man, I fuck with this. This is long enough. It just goes to show they don't know. See, yeah. that just go to show you that sometimes God will put your blessing in disguise. He, he was ten different characters. God put your yeah, blessing yeah. Yeah. in disguise. That means God will wrap your blessing up, make it look like something else. It's like gift wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta unwrap it. Yeah. yeah. It's a blessing. <laughs> ไอ้ลูกอะไรมันเลือดไอ้ลูกอะไรทําซ้ําไม่ลูกอะไรไอ้ลูกอะไรไม่ลูกอะไรไม่ลูกอะไรไม่ลูกอะไรไม่ลู
Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. That nigga is dark skinned. <laughs> Isaiah John. Isaiah John. Hell no. If you had a phone book right now, it'd be a page of them. (laughs) Well, I ain't never met Isaiah John. I met Isaiah Johnson. You got to get up early to meet the old nigga named Isaiah. Yeah, I used to be a pastor. I joined the military. How did you do them in reverse? (laughs) (laughs) Them two weekends a year was hell. Trust me. (laughs) <laughs> Still can't sleep at night. Hey man, this episode is sponsored in part by cocaine. No. <laughs> the same kind that's used to make crack. They didn't give us none, but we did use some of the money. No, I'm just bullshit. This was this was the actual this was prop cocaine from the set of Snowfall. Ain't no, ain't no extra trying to steal none of your prop cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sell it. Those are, now, now, I told you I said it was some snow. Caught <laughs> 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 them niggas up there on a TV show slipping. <laughs> Got two birds. <laughs> the corners is hard. <laughs> What's up, Kat? Uh, when, when you see your boy dancing going with that L.A. accent back to... Bridge accent, mm. that shit gotta be crazy. At first it was. Yeah. Uh, like, the first time I like heard it was after the first table read. So I'm thinking he from, you know, America. Like, cause he talking in an American accent. And as soon as we done, everybody, you know what I'm saying, saying they goodbyes, he whip out this London accent. I'm like, what? You what? thought he was acting. <laughs> For real, I, I was confused. He was acting. He but acting, after that, acting. like, he got me around all his UK homies, so yeah. it, it ain't nothing to me now. Yeah. But when we, we used to do a tour, like we used to do a tour, so we would film the season and then go on like a, a, a nationwide tour, just hit all the major cities. And um, every time they, we, they, they would uh, show the first episode and then we'd do a panel, as soon as he opened his mouth in every city, mm-hmm. every black woman in them theaters would scream Damn. like they never heard a UK accent before in their life. They I'm probably like, ain't heard one in real life. He says, hello, and they go crazy. I'm like, hello. Hello, bro. That's when these guys start doing. Hello, hello. Oh, my man. Wait, what? Now we okay. got the sauce. We got hello. the game. Hello. Boy, but I heard it's like that for us over there. I got to go. Oh, yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah. I got it. What you mean? She is shot Damson be trying to, he be trying to do the Atlanta accent. Every time he do, I'm like, hey, do Atlanta. He be like, hey, goddamn. <laughs> That's hilarious, fam. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, that accent crazy. It's crazy. Man. Yeah. Gotta go with my shit. Appreciate it. For sure. Go you appreciate it. You gotta go. Yeah. They gonna tell you to say something. Yeah. <laughs> we be like, say something. They gonna tell you to say something. Let's go. go. You know what I'm gonna say? Sashi biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sashi. <laughs> biscuit. <laughs> what is this? 
What is what is it? <laughs> Bitch. Two sashi. <laughs> Beast. <laughs> they gonna give you them cookies though. Ain't they biscuits cookies? Yeah. So they gonna give you a sausage cookie. Yeah. Oh, swear, bro. Called, I don't I, like the, the way that sounds. <laughs> so what they call the cookie? And I will not oh. be participating in no call, shit like that. If they call uh, biscuits with sausages? No cookies. Look, don't, <laughs> I'm don't, getting confused, don't man. Don't start <laughs> this. Hold on, nigga. Don't start this. <laughs> yeah. What they call the motherfuckers like? <laughs> biscuits, cookies. So what they call a cookie? A biscuit. <laughs> so what you mean? I is, this nigga the same question. No, no, no. no you no, what, what you mean to ask is what do they call a biscuit then? What that yeah. is, nigga? What they call a biscuit? That's a scone. A scone. <laughs> this nigga high, man. Why you explaining shit to him? You know what this nigga talking about? No. A scone. Uh huh. We got them over here, but they got them different over there. It's the same. It's like yeah. This is UK people, help me out. Uh, if I'm right. This nigga ain't from the UK. <laughs> he had two. <laughs> this a nigga with dreads over there. Like, he from a zone in Atlanta. Nigga talking about this nigga. You got That's what happened you had. You need another half motherfucker to agree with you. You can be wrong, nigga, just like. Damn, show call them bitches scones. <laughs> or biscotti. Or a piece of biscotti. biscotti. Maybe they just say pastry, my nigga. Uh, strudel. Strudel. Ooh, strudel. Strudel goes. But they don't say line, they say Q. Crumpets. Like what we call a line. Oh, you gotta have Q. money to have crumpets, mm. nigga. Everybody don't get to eat crumpets. And ain't no trash can, it's the bin. The bin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a whore, it's a whore. <laughs> Fuck this shit, nigga. We live in Atlanta, nigga. We got music and music. Music, nigga. <laughs> they not humans, they Hermit. Music. Man, fuck me, Hermit. Music different, man. Now, I do have one theory that I believe. I believe Memphis is Egypt, though. Think about it. They got pyramids. Everybody got gold teeth and tattoos. They speak their own language, and them niggas be gangster walking. That's in the hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. See, he one high motherfucker agreeing with you. Damn sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're wondering what we're doing, we are now showing you just how important having the 85 South Show app is because you was watching this show thinking, oh, they done finally put the shit back on YouTube. No. They was listening. We weren't. We weren't. It's on the app. On the app. Channel85.com. Go get the app. You got an hour for free. We gave you what you wanted. Now give us some subscriptions to the app. Eight fifty, eight ninety nine with tax, eighty five dollars a year. Channel eighty five dot com, eighty five South Show. Get the app. Well, see, this is what they don't know. The app really three dollars, but adjusted for inflation is eight nine. Yeah. Well, low said. Get the app, man. Stop bullshitting. We out of here, man. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.